Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Yes, it is the overnight crowd here on SEN, your home of sport crystal clear through the SEN app, of course, and through your digital Radio Dolls, Paul Sebastiani here in the SEN studios with you. We're going up to 3 a.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time. And joining us on the line, we've got him. It's Chris from over in the USA. A very good morning to you, Chris. Uh, How are you? I was getting a little bit worried. I thought, oh, no, five minutes is gone, 10 minutes is gone, 15 minutes is gone, 20 minutes, 25 in the last hour of the program. Is he okay? He is more than okay. He's here with us on the line now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm 45 years old. I, I get forgetful sometimes. I'm getting older. So I, I had a doctor's appointment this morning, bright and early at eight o'clock. Figured be out, out by nine, which I was. And I forgot my phone. It happens. So it happens. Run home and get the phone. Do so, you feel, you know, so. without the, do you feel naked without your phone? If you haven't got it on you, are you one of those people? It felt weird. I got to tell you, it felt weird sitting around doing nothing. Because <laughs> usually I can get out the phone, look up something, play a game on my phone, whatever. But, uh, yeah, uh, sitting at the doctor's office, waiting to go in and had nothing to do. <laughs> Aside from wait and, and think about what you're going to say in the final hour of this show, which is going to start. With, right. It's right, going to right. start. It's going to start with the Titans and Packers uh, yesterday. Uh, <laughs> This this felt like the Michael Codleone Godfather Part Two moment. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. I got sucked in by the Packers. <laughs> thought they were going to get the job done, just given the the plight of injuries to the Titans and the fact that the Packers were able to get back into strong winning form against a strong Dallas team last week. Lo and behold, the Titans mm-hmm. beat them by ten twenty seven to seventeen. Yep, and I got sucked in by it. I will be the first to admit I I got pulled right back in by by the Packers. Their their comeback last week against the Cowboys. I'm like, all right, short week. They got some momentum. They're at home. It's Green Bay. The snow's going to be flying, which it was for a while. Uh, field looked in great shape though. But yeah, you you saw the the snow blowing around, and figure. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, he's in his element. It's going to be a perfect night for the Packers. They can start rolling and maybe think about a playoff spot. Now that I've watched the game against the Titans, uh, you could pretty much play the last play last post for the Packers playoff hopes. <laughs> I think so. They are stick a fork in them. They are done. All right. They're four and seven. They win out their 10 and seven. Does this team look like they're going to win out, that they're going to win six in a row? Not a chance. Um, yeah, they they looked absolutely awful last night. They could not do – couldn't do much of anything. Uh, time of possession was pretty even. They gave up 400 total yards. They did keep Derrick Henry in check, which I thought was going to be a key for the Packers winning. Mm. Held them to 82 yards last night. Uh, and, and you figure, hey, we got a shot here. We, we hold Derrick Henry to 82 yards, um, or 80, excuse me, 87 yards. Uh, 28 carries, 87 yards, and a touchdown. You hold him to that stat line, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. 
Uh, except for Ryan Tannehill decided Correct. he's going to go throw for 333 <laughs> yards and a couple of touchdowns. And, oh, by the way, Derrick Henry threw a touchdown pass. <laughs> I saw that. He, he went two from two, four yards to a touchdown pass. And is it just – the season just went from bad to worse for, for Green Bay. And uh, Dean off the text line uh, a couple of hours ago uh, mentioned that, you know, mm-hmm. Green Bay Packers – he actually sent a whole list of teams – of NFL coaches in trouble, which could get the sack. I mean, it's a bit of a long list, but the Texans, Packers, Rams, Cardinals, Chargers, Broncos, Saints, Raiders, and Jaguars, uh, all under the pump. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, namely. Uh, but, yeah, they, they were just so disappointing yesterday. So disappointing. Yeah, Matt LaFleur's, uh, I, I hope he is wearing asbestos pants because his his hind parts, when he is sitting down on, on that seat, his hind parts are getting a little bit toasty. That is a hot seat he is sitting on right now there in, there in Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay does not accept this. Four and seven, that fan base, they are passionate. They are loyal but they expect winning. And they've been spoiled the last 30 years since Brett Favre came came to Green Bay. They have been consistently good throughout Favre's career, throughout Rodgers' career. Packer fans are not used to being 4-7, and seven, 11 games into the season. In fact, I think it's their worst 11-game start in something like 40 years for for the Green Bay Packers. So th- this is not acceptable to the to the entire fan base and somebody's going to pay. You can't fire Aaron Rodgers because you're guaranteeing him 50 million dollars next year. Correct. Uh so the 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 person who gets blown out first is going to be the head coach and or the general manager. Uh, the 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 coach who's supposed to coach this team up and hasn't, and the general manager who's supposed to be the architect architect of this team, uh, they're they're the ones who are who are in a, in a lot of trouble. I would not be a bit surprised to see some regime change up in Green Bay uh, come Black Monday, the uh, first part of January. It could be that That's the regular it, season. It part. could it could also be a fact where they sort of they could potentially go the other way because I, I think. When you look at the – I think we know what the issue is, and I think the issue coming into the season was – I mean, it was a, ro- a wide-receiving issue where people were – and even you, you know, we've mm-hmm. been questioning this throughout the whole throughout the whole NFL season and throughout, you know, the, the time we've spent together on the overnight crowd is that Aaron Rodgers doesn't have anyone to throw to. Um, you know, and the, and the rushing game, you know, you look at the, the Packers' rushing game today, I mean, they, they didn't have that as an ace up their sleeve. They only had – you know, uh, what have we got here? I mean, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, and Christian Watson, they, they rushed for a combined 53, 56 yards. So I think when mm-hmm. you look at that, you think, well, maybe the the light at the end of the tunnel is that the Packers know exactly what they need and where they need to get to. And they could probably say, you know, well, we are an attractive franchise, as we always are, because we've got this veteran Aaron Rodgers here in the gun, and we can attract certain players that we're able – you know, that we can get to fill the gaps on our roster. The problem is, is though, have they got the picks? Have they got the salary? Have they got the money to be able to afford? And have they got the picks to be able to bolster up the squad coming into not just this season, but in the next two seasons? Yeah, well, here's the thing. The the Packers have known what their issues have been for years. Mm. 
they they don't have, they haven't had great wide receivers. They haven't drafted wide receivers. They haven't draft, used a first round draft pick on a wide receiver in Aaron Rodgers' career. All right. Uh, they take Christian Watson in the second round. He's had his struggles this year. Man, he's looked at the last five days. All right. Sunday, three touchdowns against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Had two. Had two more last night. He's not getting quantity of catches. I mean, his his line last night was four catches, forty eight yards, but two of those catches were touchdowns. Okay, so he's productive at least the last two games. So maybe you're seeing, you know, Watson after having those early rookie struggles this year. He's developing. He is becoming that that target that Aaron Rodgers needs. But they 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 really haven't gotten had a big name wide receiver uh, that you knew was a big name. Now Devonte became a big name in Green Bay, but it took him a while to develop. They they don't they have a little bit of cap room, and maybe they can go out and go go get Odell Beckham Jr. But what's he going to do? And is he going to come into a four and seven team that has a six percent, according to the computers, chance of making the playoffs? So yeah. this is this is pretty much now a lost season for the Packers. And they've got a they they've got to make a plan for twenty twenty three. Get Aaron Rodgers some guys to throw the ball to. Yep, absolutely Finally. spot on. Absolutely spot on. Um, all right, well, we went through our big preview. Uh, of the NFL uh, last night. Now, I just wanted to ask you, you, we've had a day to think about it, uh, this Vikings and Cowboys mm-hmm. game. Uh, are you still thinking the Vikings are the team to be with or or maybe you're coming back towards towards the team from Arlington in uh, in blue? No, I, I'm, I, I, I got to go with, I got to go with the purple people ears. Yep. I got to, I got to stay with, with Minnesota. I, I'm, Buying what Minnesota is selling me. All right, they are eight and one. They have won seven in a row. Their only loss was to the team that they're now tied with at the top of the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles. This is a good football team. Now I think this is going to be a close game for for Minnesota. I I think they're going to pull this off. They're at home. They'll be in front of their crowd. They'll, they'll, of course, have their radio guy uh, who, yes. who went viral uh, this past this past week. With, Actually, uh, just before his, before uh, you go on, should I, I'll play I'll play a bit of the radio guy because you sent me a link. I'll play a bit of the radio guy and let the let the listeners of the overnight crowd. Uh, yeah, I think they're in for a treat here. I'll I'll play this. This goes for about two minutes, guys. So have a listen to this. Uh, what's the is it? What's his name? Paul Allen, I think it is. He's so. Uh, he's oh, wow. he's the main caller for the Minnesota Vikings. Basically, he's their he's their radio yeah. caller over there, isn't he? Yes, he he's yeah. Paul Allen, he's the he he does the Minnesota Vikings play by play. He's done it for twenty years on radio, host a radio show up there. He is an unabashed Minnesota Viking homer. <laughs> he he is, which is the typical hometown radio guy on every you know team's radio network around the country. But Paul Allen absolutely is one of the best. And, yes, playing this, yeah, this is definitely going to be a treat for the listeners. Enjoy. Absolutely. And this was uh, this was as the, uh, as the Vikings defeated the Bills in overtime, just to provide a little bit of context. So this is Paul Allen, Minnesota Vikings lead caller. 27-23 Buffalo, fourth 
and 18 for the Vikings from their own 27. The Bills' safeties are 25 yards from the line of scrimmage. Kirk back to pass. He's going to heave one to J.J. to the right. Jefferson leaps to catch it, and he caught it at the Mills 40. What a grab. Are you kidding me with that catch, J.J.? First and 10 Vikings from the 17. Here's Cousins with a pass over the middle. Caught by Jefferson at the three, and he paid for it. Fourth and goal from inside the one, trailing by four with 50 seconds to go. Cousins under center. Kirk sneaks, pushed by C.J. Ham, and no signal, no signal. Oh, he didn't make it. They said he didn't make it. They said he didn't make it. You lucky suckers. First down from the goal stripe for the Bills. Josh Allen puts Gabe Davis in motion, and Davis is behind Allen, and he tried to push him. He didn't get out of there. He didn't get out. He did not get out. That's the safety. Give it to us. Give us the safety. Look at what's taking so long. Oh, the ball came out. Yes, the Vikings are going to win. Are you kidding me? Yes, drop that ball, Josh Allen. That ball came loose. Holy cow. 29-yard try left hash for Tyler Bass. Snap spot. Bass. Game tied. Two seconds to go. 30-30. 5.58 to go in overtime. Third and 10 from the Bills, 26. Vikings with one timeout. Left empty backfield. Cousin shotgun. Bills rush four this time. Kirk straight in the pocket. Throws to the right. Caught! Jefferson! At the two-yard line! Snap spot. Joseph! Yes! Vikes lead 33-30. Allen back to pass in the pocket to the end zone. Yes! It is intercepted by Patrick Peterson! And he slides down! And the Minnesota Vikings are 8 and 1 game! Wowee, there we go. What a call that was. Chris, how good? How how, how great. The the homerism was very obvious. You know, give us the safety. (laughs) Yeah, you lucky sucker. <laughs> uh, they they stopped Kirk Cousins at, at at the goal line right before Allen fumbled it. You you can tell the passion. I the, the guy loves the Minnesota Vikings. I I've heard him call many games. I've got satellite radio in my truck, so I get every game, and I get the hometown broadcast of both teams, so I get to pick which, whichever one I want. <laughs> Paul Allen is definitely a favorite, and. Uh, the the man's a Minnesota legend and and just incredible at his job and uh, he just li- he lives and dies with every play for the Minnesota Vikings. He does indeed. I think it's something we need to bring over here for Aussie Rules. To be honest, I think we need to start getting like club calls, something that the fans can really listen in on and and have like I know I know they're they're biased calls obviously, but I think I think the AFL I think the AFL needs to start looking into that. Yeah, well, I mean the 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 current rights holders for for the AFL, uh, they they may have a problem with the AFL kind of horning in and doing their own thing. Mm. So that's another it thing. It might too. be an issue, you know. You know, you know, uh, Crack Media, Sen, uh, all the the competitors we won't mention. They may take issue with the AFL kind of horning into their territory. Okay. You know, I th- I it's, think- a, it's a Money. Yeah, I think even like the, the media. I think the media, like you know, the the ones who have the rights at the moment. So obviously, us us here, SCN, and all the other stations and all the other channels that do have it. I think, uh, 
I think you, you can still, you might still be able to do it, but it might just be that you do it through those media arms and just say, look, you know, we've got a, we've got a Collingwood caller on for those who want to listen via the Collingwood call on this radio station. We've got Carlton call. We've got an Essendon call. Yeah. Maybe could, that could be the way to go. That, yeah, that, 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 that could be very, wor- that's, that's a good point. And, you know, digital radio, I, I yeah. don't know really how, how it works there because I, I don't, we don't have anything similar over here to like what you guys have in, in your radio, but maybe it, maybe it could work. Certainly online, you could do it. Definitely. Uh, on on yeah. the SDN app, you yeah, can have, yeah, yeah. For, for the Collingwood-Carlton game, you want the Collingwood call, you want the Carlton call, or you want the, the AFL Nation call, the, the straight down the middle, allegedly call. Yep. yep. Um, that, that's, that's a possibility. Maybe, you know, talk to management about that. <laughs> Scott, uh, Scott off the text but, line. Hey, real saying, quick, uh, real yeah, quick, go, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, one more quick note from the NFL. Yes. Uh, the the Buffalo game against Cleveland, we talked about it yesterday. Yep. Uh, the possibility of them playing in a lot of snow. Mm-hmm. Not going to be an issue now because Buffalo they moved the game to Detroit. Okay, right. So that's official? Play at the same time, Sun. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's the early window. So 1 p.m. U.S. Eastern time Sunday. So uh, 5 a.m. Monday morning. It's in the same time slot. But, yeah, they moved it to Ford Field in Detroit. Real convenient for Buffalo. Because they they play Sunday, of course, against Cleveland, and, and turn right around play Thursday at the same time against Detroit in Detroit. Okay, beautiful. So, so there's they're an update. going to be in Detroit for like a. They're going to be all the way in Detroit all the way until like uh, next Thursday night. Yep. There you go. This. So it's real convenient for Buffalo. Absolutely. Okay. There we go. Uh, so that game uh, between the Bills and the Browns being moved to Detroit because of the uh, the inclement weather and the snow. Uh, Scott just off the text slide saying we already have Eddie McGuire and Collingwood. I like that. Good. <laughs> I like that. That's a good call. Fair point. <laughs> yeah. Fair, fair, fair point. point. Uh, yeah. The the yeah the snow up in Buffalo. Uh, I just looked. Uh, Orchard Park, where Highmark Stadium is, the home yes. of the Bills. As of seven o'clock this morning, they'd already had about forty-five centimeters of snow, and it is still coming down. Oh wow! Sheesh! So they're copping it at yeah. the moment. So wise idea to move that game. Definitely, yeah. definitely a wise idea. Uh, Chris, there's just just before we quickly get to a break, we'll get to college football on the other side of this break. But uh, Moon Dog in South Morang, he asked, uh, "What's the latest on Henry Ruggs and John Gruden, formerly of the Raiders, and what are they up to?" Was John Gruden trying to get? back into NFL circles. I think it's probably going to be hard for him too, though. I have not seen anything on either one of them. I'd have to okay. look up, look it up. Uh, uh, yeah. It, if Gruden's trying, I, I know, I think Gruden sued the Raiders. Uh, okay, and, right. and Henry Ruggins is still facing some serious charges out in Las Vegas. So uh, I don't think anything's changed uh, for either one of them, but I'd have to look it up. Okay, fair enough. All right, we'll take a break here on the Overnight Crowd, and then after the break, we'll wrap up some college football coming up to us this weekend on SEN, your home of sport. Yes, it is the Overnight Crowd here on SEN, your home of sport. Crystal clear through the SEN app, of course. Paul Sebastiani here with you. We've got... uh, Around about five minutes to go on the overnight crowd. Uh, we've been joined by Chris Perkins in the final hour of the program, like we always are, uh, over in the US of A. And Chris, uh, you've got a, uh, a college football update. Uh, we've got some big games coming up to us in week 12 of the NCAAF season. Fire away, my friend. Yeah, just uh, I mean, we're a week away from the, the final regular season games and 
and a lot of rivalry games are next week. So uh, the the top teams, especially uh, going into a rivalry game, they they could have what's what's called a trap game. I'll, I'll look at those in a second. The the two ranked versus ranked games we got. Uh, one of them actually is a rivalry game. It's the Battle of Los Angeles. Uh, number seven USC going to the Rose Bowl in Pasadena to take on uh, UCLA, number 16 ranked in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, USC still hopeful to win the Pac-12, maybe get into the playoff if there's a little bit of chaos above them. Um, so it's a huge game for USC, and UCLA no- love nothing more than to screw their rival season <laughs> up and ruin it completely. Uh, another Pac-12 game, uh, Utah and Oregon. Uh, this is, the, I think, the battle for the second uh, Pac-12 title game spot. Uh, they're both eight and two, so a uh, huge game for both of them. Neither one are going to make the playoff, but uh, we're talking at least a really good bowl game for for maybe whoever wins this, for that game, Utah, Utah and Oregon on Saturday night. Uh, number one, Georgia, they play at Kentucky. Uh, Michigan, they host Illinois. Uh, Illinois uh, has a shot at winning the Big Ten West and playing for the Big Ten title. Uh, Ohio State plays Maryland. Both of those are trap games for for Michigan and Ohio State because those two play next week. Ohio State's number two, Michigan's number three in the country, undefeated, looking at a Big Ten championship and a playoff spot. Don't want to slip up this week going into the rivalry game next week. Uh, so they, they're they're on they're on at least watch out uh, alert right now uh, in the in those two games. Uh, also, number four TCU they play at Baylor. That could be another trap game for for TCU. Uh, those top four teams they're undefeated. Win out, you're in the playoff. Just handle your business, and mm-hmm. that includes the games tomorrow. Uh, one of my favorites though, Alabama. They are they decided uh, decided the week before their. Uh, rivalry game at the iron bowl against auburn they decided they wanted to play a cupcake so they're playing austin p <laughs> to fly just before we what's a cupcake for listeners out there <laughs> a, a, a cupcake game that is a game against a a, a team that would be defined as soft uh, it's a soft part of the it's an e it's Love not it. a hard game austin p is not a powerful football team they they're not a powerhouse football team. I think they play. I think they play in the Ohio Valley Conference. They're an FCS team. I only mention this game because I like the name Austin P. And I love the the chant that the the student section break out a lot at their basketball games. You'll always have them in the in the stands chanting, "Let's go P! Let's go P!" <laughs> For those listening out there, it's P P E A Y is how you spell it. Austin yes. P versus yes. Alabama. <laughs> yes, yes. The, the the those are some of the games for this weekend. Love LSU, it. they're also playing a cupcake this week. They play uh, UAB, okay, University of Alabama at Birmingham. Sensational, sensational. All right, so we've got a couple of cupcake <laughs> cupcake games to to end it all off. Uh, Chris, we're gonna have to wrap it up there, my man, but. Um, a pleasure doing it with yeah. you again uh, in the final hour. Uh, and just before we let you go, uh, those St. Louis Blues, they're on a bit of a roll at the moment. Five in a row. Yes. Beat Washington in a shootout last night. Shouldn't have gotten to a shootout. They were up 3 nothing after one, but two points in the standings. Mate. 
There are no style points. Bang. You just take the two points. Bang, bang, bang. And uh, may the winning ways continue for the St. Louis Blues. All right, that's a wrap for the overnight crowd here, Friday night into Saturday morning. We'll be back with more tonight and into Sunday morning. Can't wait to bring it with uh, to you all. Uh, Paul Sebastiani here in the SEN studios with you. Been a pleasure to bring it to you for another night and morning here on the Overnight Crowd. Bye for now. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.